Hey, Oil Country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back. Score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back, Connor! This is Ryan Nijon Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Everly from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Everly for the hat trick. He's got it! This, this is Oil Country. Miller to Myers, what a save by Cam Talbot. He got him with a left pass. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. In whatever comes our way Yeah, darling, go make it happen Take the world in a loving place Fire all of the guns and pumps And explode into space I like smoke and lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm Everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you today from St. Paul, Minnesota. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. Jam-packed edition, game night, the Oilers and the Minnesota Wild tonight. The Oilers, after tonight, will only have four more road games left this season. That's hard to believe. Uh, Oilers obviously looking to rebound after a 3 nothing loss at home to San Jose after uh, coming off a road trip where they'd won three of the four previous games. Coming up on uh, today's show, uh, we'll give you the NHL uh, ruling on suspension to Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. If you've not heard, he's been suspended for three games. We'll have some comments from several different people on that front. Drew Remenda will set up the game. We'll set up the line combinations. We'll hear from head coach Todd McClellan. Uh, we'll hear from Connor McDavid from the Edmonton Oilers as well. Drew Remenda from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Al May, Washington Capitals television analyst and a fairly tough player back in the day and a one-time, albeit brief, member of the Oilers organization, Mike Greenlee, who is the Minnesota Wild television analyst. He will join us to uh, give us a Minnesota perspective as well. Here is how you get hold of us. You can email us at oilersnow 630 com. It is presented by Holmes by Abby. You can text us at 630-630. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And for podcasts of the show, go to 630chat.com slash podcasts. The NHL has suspended Darnell Nurse for three games. Here is the NHL video ruling on the suspension. Nurse reaches the puck and immediately chips it deep into the San Jose zone. When he looks up, Pollock is standing directly in front of him, attempting to make a line change. Nurse immediately drops his gloves, grabs Pollock, and throws a series of punches on the unsuspecting player. This is a gross violation of Rule 46.2, serving as the aggressor of an altercation. Nurse continues to throw punches in an attempt to inflict punishment on an opponent who is in a defenseless position or who is an unwilling combatant. It is important to note that at no point during this altercation does Pollock drop his gloves, throw a punch, or do anything other than attempt to defend himself from the attack. As Nurse began throwing punches without warning, Pollock is a defenseless and unwilling combatant. 
Nurse manages to throw and land around eight punches as Pollock unsuccessfully attempts to protect himself. In addition, this altercation occurred immediately after Pollock left the box after being assessed a minor penalty on a play in which Oilers forward Matt Hendricks fell dangerously into the boards. It is our belief that Nurse intentionally targeted Pollock in retaliation for that previous incident in this game. To summarize, this was a violation of Rule 46.2, serving as the aggressor of an altercation. Nurse has been neither fined nor suspended previously in his 61-game NHL career. Pollock suffered an injury on the play. The Department of Player Safety has suspended Darnell Nurse for three games. Darnell Nurse had this to say on his suspension a little over uh, 20 minutes ago. No, I'm a hard player. I always have been. And, you know, I like to go out there and stick up for my teammates. And, uh, you know, it was probably a little overboard. But, uh, you know, I, I play hard every night. And, you know, as I get older, I'll probably learn to control my emotions a little better. Darnell Nurse had this to stay on sticking up for his teammates. Yeah, it's it's big. I mean, obviously you got to do it at the at the right times and uh, do it the right way, and you know it's it's a learning process. But uh, yeah, it's you always have to stick up for the guys that uh, you you play with, and you, know, you just got to make the right calls. Edmonton Oilers head coach Todd McClellan had this to say in the three-game suspension to Darnell Nurse. Well, you know, the incident I said yesterday, I wasn't going to talk about it until the league had made their decision. They have, and, um, you know, there's situations that arise throughout the year where coaching staffs and teams want to stand up for their teammates. And, um, you know, the one the other night, um, it was a situation that uh, that I, we want to, uh, to, to stand up for teammates, but I think Darnell um, went about it the wrong way. And uh, probably took it a little bit too far, and uh, you know he's going to pay the price for it now. Uh, three games is what the league decided. We're not going to argue it. Um, we have to live, and he has to live with those consequences. Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers had this to say about uh, on the Darnell Nurse situation. Well, I don't think there's any question that uh, it, it wasn't handled well right from the get-go from the official standpoint. I, I thought from Polak's uh, position, uh, I don't think he was really that guilty in the Hendricks play. It was a, you know, an unfortunate uh, play into the board that, that Hendricks had with Polak, but the Oilers ended up with the advantage there on the power play. Um, you know, I, I think it's one for Darnell that, if you're trying to change the culture around this Oiler team, and I don't think there's any question that the agenda or initiative is to be a tougher team to play against, be a bigger team, be a stronger team, uh, I don't think there's any question that he, he tried to send that message personally. Uh, you know, I, I think personally uh, he stepped over the line, the officials blew the call and actually gave him a bit of a break by the two-minute roughing and the five-minute fighting. So... Uh, I don't think there'll be any question, given the precedent of the Max Domi one-game suspension we just saw, that I would say Darnell will get the same. But if you're going to make a statement, it's a young kid that understands at least, if he's going to be an impactful player with this Edmonton Oilers team, he knows he's got to play tough. And I think that's a sign that at least it's a player that realizes 
you know, what he has to establish and how he has to play to be uh, a contributor to this new team that they're trying to build here. And, you know, there's no question the timing wasn't great. A 3 nothing lead, the game's basically over. He definitely stepped over the line, but it's one that, uh, you know, you can live with, and it's something that this team hasn't had for, for many a year. All right, obviously that Craig Simpson interview was done yesterday when he thought Nurse would get a one-game suspension like Max Domi did. Uh, Max Domi basically jumped Ryan Garbutt from behind and then continued to hit him from behind, but he didn't break Garbutt's nose. Um, Anyhow, bottom line is Darnell Nurse gets a three-game suspension. Kelly Rudy, who works on the Calgary Flames broadcast for NHL Hockey and Rogers, had this to say in the Nurse situation. I'm fine with it. If uh, something got him going... And as you said, he has that in his nature. I'm going to live with that. And if there's disciplinary action, I'll live with that as well. Because what you can't teach, what you can't convince a person of being is aggressive. And if they're just not aggressive by nature, they will roll over every time. So I would prefer to have to try and calm a guy down as opposed to try and get him ramped up and uh, it'll never happen. So I'm, I would more than uh, be... Uh, willing to accept what he's done, I, I would, I'd love him on my team for not only what he brings uh, offensively for a young guy, his uh, willingness to try and jump into the play and make something happen, but also his uh, level of uh, aggression. I just love that. I think that people underestimate the importance of aggression or intimidation in uh, not only hockey but other sports, and it's such an important factor. And like I said, if, if a guy doesn't have it, he'll never get it. There you go. Uh, that is a couple different perspectives. We're going to have more on this during the course of the show. Drew Remenda will join us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Former NHL tough guy Alan May, who broadcasts games for the Washington Capitals, will have some thoughts as well. Uh, I'm from the uh, Kelly Rudy School. Um, you know, it happened. Uh, Roman Polak has had a very interesting career when it comes to fighting. Uh, uh, he, uh, you can look this up, uh, Polak versus Justin Braun, and of course now they're teammates in San Jose. Uh, he separated Braun and took advantage of him and laid a beat down on him. Uh, there was a play involving Victor Stahlberg, where Stahlberg blew up one of uh, Polak's teammates, and Polak was quick to jump him and get the extra advantage early in a fight. But then when he fought guys that know how to fight, uh, Ryan Klo, uh after signing with Jersey, leaving San Jose, uh, basically put Rowan Polak down, and Ryan Cloak can really fight, and Kyle Clifford dropped him as well. So uh, it seems that what happens with Polak is when he, and make no mistake, right, uh, Roman Polak's an effective defenseman. He's a hard-nosed third-pairing defenseman. He leans on guys. He uh, He's a thick body, so he can hurt guys on, on hits. Um, from Nurse's perspective, I don't think he clearly, you know, you're sitting at home watching it going, well, how in the hell can he sit there and think that that was uh, Polak's fault on the play? You're not on the bench during the course of the game from the angle that the players have. Remember that. it's it, This is something that uh, some of the more smarmy uh, analytics types in particular uh, seem to neglect uh, is is – you're, you're getting the benefit of, of six or seven different uh, replay angles on a play. Nurse responded, my guess is the majority of Edmonton Oilers hockey fans listening to Oilers now right now, after watching the Oilers at times get pushed around like the proverbial 90-pound weakling at the beach, 
don't have a problem with Darnell Nurse responding. And frankly, I'm a little surprised he did get three games. Um, thought he might. You know, I, I knew he was going to get one. I thought he might get two. But uh, it is what it is. End result, Todd McClellan has some work to do tonight with tonight's uh, defense pairings. Jordan Osterley was recalled yesterday. Adam Party did not practice yesterday. Uh, game time decision likely on the party front based upon the, that fact. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan on Jordan Osterley and the D pairings. He will draw back in, and our pairings will be determined on other health reports after the skate this morning. Uh, obviously, we're talking right now as guys are still on the ice, and uh, we're getting thin. They are getting thin. So, I mean, there is a chance here that uh, if Party can't go, uh, that Nikita Nikitin uh, will play. Uh, if Party plays, you know, Sekra's going to be with Fane. Sekra's going to be able to play. He got hit from behind the other night. They didn't call it. Uh, and it's a fast game. It's a hard game. And, you know, it, it, it does seem a bit like they're trying to continue to push fighting out of the game, but they seem to miss stuff the other way. Uh, you know, and, and so it's, you know, and, and they got a tough job. Officials have tough jobs, and people in NHL offices have tough jobs, too. Uh, Andre Sekiro with Mark Fain. If Party plays, uh, he'll, he'll either be paired with Jordan Osterley or Adam Clendenning, and then Reinhardt will either go with Osterley or Clendenning and the other, and the other uh, pairing. Uh, Jordan Osley has 10 career games played in the NHL, Griffin Reinhardt 24, and Adam Clendenning 40. That is not necessarily a recipe for success. Uh, Cam Talbot will start in goal for Edmonton. The Oilers are going to change up the lines. Connor McDavid with Taylor Hall and Zach Cassian. And Connor McDavid had this to say on playing with Taylor Hall. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, you know, anytime you know some stuff is going well for for the team, I think it's important to to switch it up a little bit. And um, you know, obviously, Hall's just had a great year, and um, it's going to be cool to play with him and Cass as well. So um, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I think uh, it's important for us to, to use our speed. I think um, you know, with with our ability to skate, us too, and, and Cass is always a good skater. I think it's important that we're getting hard in uh, in on the forecheck and you know, getting pucks back, and uh, as well as back in their D up just with speed. I think I think uh, you know, using, using that, I think it'll open up a little bit of ice for everyone out there. That is uh, the Edmonton Oilers' Connor McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl up front with Patrick Maroon and Jordan Everly. Everly, six goals, 20 points in 22 games against Minnesota. Uh, yesterday we saw Latesti with Korpakoski and Yakupov. I do think Hendricks is going to play. He's from the state of Minnesota, played at St. Cloud. Uh, Lander had been... Uh, Centering uh, that line, uh, Pack Rennan was taking some uh, shifts today. Uh, of course, there's Cracknell and Gazdick as options as well. Uh, so the Edmonton Oilers with a record of just 3-12 and 2 against the Central. They'll take on the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, their top line is uh, Miko Koivu with Zach Parise and Charlie Coyle. Uh, Parise with only one goal in his last 18 games played. He had 33 last season, and that was a 6-30 goal a year. Uh, Koivu has uh, had a good bounce back this year. Uh, bounce back season, he's got 48 points in, uh, or last year he had 48 and 80. This year he's got 46 and 67. Hard nose, probably in a perfect world, an excellent second line center, but he's certainly a good two way center. Charlie Coyle's coming. He's going to be a he's going to be a very good uh, top six NHL forward. Granlund has been a Michael Granlund's been a bit of a disappointment. I think they were thinking that there'd be a more significant step forward as uh, second line center. He's with Jason Zucker, who had 21 goals last year in 51 games. He broke his clavicle. Um, this year, he's just got 12 goals in 60 games. Thomas Vanek on the right side. Some people think they might buy Vanek out in the off season, 
he does have three goals, 12 points in 11 games against the Oilers in his career. Eric Halla with uh, Nino Niederreiter and uh, uh, Justin Fontaine, who played with Mark Letestu in Bonneville in 0405 of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Fontaine in for Jason Pominville, who's out with a lower body issue. And that uh, niederreiter Halla. Uh, Pominville line had been on fire. They've combined for 31 points over the last 12 games. So a bit of a loss there. Had a good conversation with Jared Stoll today. He centers their fourth line with uh, Ryan Carter and David Jones. It's the that 30s line. All three players are 30 years of age. Seven 30-year-olds in the lineup tonight. It's 30-plus for the Minnesota Wild. They have the stud in the back end, Ryan Suter with uh, Jared Spurgeon. Ryan Suter plays 28-41 per game. Ridiculous. Uh, Matthew Dumba with uh, Marco Scandella. Jonas Brodine in the third pairing with Mike Riley. And it will be Darcy Camper starting goal. He's 6-4-5 this year. 2.24 goals against average and a .922 save percentage. So that's the luck of the two teams. The Wild, two points out of a playoff spot, but two games in hand on the Colorado Avalanche. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, and they're 8-4 and four since John Torchetti replaced Mike Yo as their head coach. 12-22 in Edmonton. want to tell you the minor hockey season's almost over, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner at atb.com backslash home ice. ATB, you have goals. They have the assist. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. Uh, from St. Paul, Minnesota, this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob 26. In Edmonton, uh, 126 in St. Paul, Minnesota, the best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, multiple locations in Edmonton, Serbia, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona, 45-plus years for Royal Pizza, still making a great stopper recommendation. Mediterranean chicken, and they do catering at Royal Pizza as well. Visit royalpizza.ca for new informa- or for more information. All right. Uh, Bob, before uh, we get we- to uh, what you want to get to, I, I wanted to bring something up because it's uh, on the top of my mind now. I know everyone wants to move on from Dallas Akins, but did you have a chance to read uh, that article where he uh, mentioned that uh, it's been a gift for him to, uh, you know, move on from Edmonton here? Uh, I read it. Yeah, I read it. Interesting Pro- stuff. <laughs> to say the least, uh, he goes on to talk about how he's learned so much from, uh, you know, from being fired and how it should help him as a person, but he takes no responsibility once again for his time here in Edmonton. And he goes on to say that uh, only he knows what went on in that dressing room, just him. So I guess his opinion is all that matters. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I wish Dallas the best of luck. And uh, it's interesting because i got to tell you, I I don't recall Peter Shirelli and and, uh, Todd McClellan, two experienced guys that have had... A lot of success in the NHL, uh, commenting a lot on on their time in Boston or in, or in San Jose. Uh, you know, so anyhow, I, I wish Dallas the best of luck in San Diego. Let's let's just move on. Let's go to uh, NHL uh, today. It is uh, brought to you by Kentwood Ford. Kentwood Ford with relationships with Oilers past and present, including Mike Carmey, Steve Smith, Taylor Hall, and Neil Yakupov. Brandon, you're getting me fired up. This is uh, let's go to Brendan Ulrich back in the studio. <laughs> Uh, we have five more games on tap around the league tonight. Uh, Carolina at Boston. 
Hurricanes four points back of Detroit for the final wildcard spot. The Bruins have won four of their last five. The Red Wings have lost three straight. They're three, five, and two in their last ten. We mentioned the Canes chasing the Red Wings. The Flyers just two points back as well with the game in hand. Uh, Detroit home to Winnipeg tonight. Buffalo is at Montreal. Alex Galchenyuk on fire of late nine goals in his last seven. Ottawa at Florida. Craig Anderson, uh, it sounds like he'll return tonight after missing four games with a knee injury. The Panthers have lost five of their last six. And the San Jose Sharks open a three-game homestand. They're just four points back of the Kings for first in the Pacific. If they were any good at home, they'd probably be in first. They're 12-14-3 and three at home this season. They get the Devils tonight. Hey, they've done a good job. Peter DeBoer, has, uh, he's a good coach. they got a lot of experience, and they've stayed relatively healthy. And that always plays a factor, uh, as you know. Uh, Oil Kings are in action uh, next when, Brendan? Uh, they host Calgary on Friday and play uh, at Calgary on Saturday. Oh, that'll be a tough home-and-home uh, home with the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, and when does Bakersfield get back into it? Uh, they have a rematch with San Diego on Friday, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, that's Dallas's team. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you got the Alberta Golden Bears going to the national championships. They await their seeding. Big upset out east as uh, UNB, who had already qualified for nationals, got knocked off in the AUS final. They were the number one ranked team in the country. I hope Alberta doesn't open up against UNB because uh, even though the Bears are the two-time reigning champs, uh, the team has not played at the same level that it did last season. Maybe they can elevate to get back to that place. They do have lots of experience. Uh, we will head off to a 6.30 Chad News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, Drew Remenda from NHL Hockey on Rogers. And we'll hear from Connor McDavid and Zach Parisi in the next half-hour block.